Hey guys, you're listening to the Huh Podcast with Dino and Michelle. I am Pastor Matt, the father from the Father and Son Watch Horror Movies Podcast. I listen to this podcast every week, and you should too. This is Gang Alley Media, where faith, family, and pop culture collide like a bloody train wreck. Hey everybody, we are back, a podcast. This is Michelle. Uh, this is Dino. Michelle. Dino. It's me. I'm holding the mic right now. Me. We're going to put it to a vote. I don't like votes. We're, we're deadlocked. We need a recount. there's only two of us in here. We need a recount. Uh, I'm taking it to the court. <laughs> I'm sorry guys, if you don't laugh, you gotta cry. So I ain't crying. I'm choosing to laugh because that's what Copeland told me to do. It's ridiculous. You are right. <laughs> In the immortal words of Kenneth Copeland, laughter is a deterrent to pain. Now he said at John Hop- Johns Hopkins, John Hop, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> Hopkins University. They've, they have proven it. And they have people that lead in laughter. They lead in laughter. And they'll say, I don't have anything to laugh about. And they'll say, that, that's all right. You just, you just go ahead. That your, that your physical brain and body cannot tell the difference between a put on laugh and a real belly laugh. It works. And like I said, a merry heart does good like a medicine. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. So how do we count it all joy? Well, ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha. Ha, 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 ha. So that's what I'm choosing to do. <laughs> because this worked real well for COVID, right? COVID-19! Oh. <laughs> so, anyway. But he's a, not a false prophet, though. No. But, you know what? This is about as far <laughs> as we're going to go politically. You know what? I can't keep railing on Copeland. That's not political. I don't. I don't even know, <laughs> folks. But you know what? We were decent before. We're gonna be decent now. Right. And everybody, Republican, Democrat, Republicans who voted for a Democrat, Democrats who voted for a Republican, welcome to her podcast. <laughs> so yeah, so that was a crap storm. But we're moving on. Um, I'm auditioning for a play tonight. You so are we're recording early. We are recording early, although it's getting dark out. But I don't. Well, I don't it's because of dang time change. <laughs> What's well, funny because you know my be- my favorite time of the day is early morning before the sunrise. When it's still dark. Always has been. Mm-hmm. So I used to drive to work 
in the dark. By the time I pulled in, went to my office, and the sun went up. Now, because of this time change, and my office decided, your, your time to come in is going to be a half hour later than usual. So instead of 7.30, I'm 7.30 or 3.30. Which means now, my work is to the east of us. So I am driving down the interstate, headed right at the sun's uh, rise, blinding. I'm sorry. Sad stinks. So I, I just leave a little earlier now, and I'm still getting into work. For seven. For <laughs> seven, seven ten. But it is. I've got a job, so what am I complaining you do. about? So, but yeah, so your play. Uh, the Woman in Black Ooh. is what I'm auditioning for tonight. Cool. So, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I don't know who all is going to come out. I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, from what I read today, is it's a very small cast, so. Mm-hmm. Well, best to you. Thank you. Yeah. I need to get back into something. Yeah. Uh, I've been floundering mm-hmm. a lot lately right. on so many different levels, so. Yeah. There's part of me that does not want to go out tonight that just wants to Vinch. pretty much say fuck it and just, I don't know. I'm just, so I'm doing it because I don't want to. Does okay. that make, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You throw one more in there, we have to put an explicit warning on the episode. So. We won't do that. Though. Okay. We're PG-13 here, folks. Speaking I of, don't say it often, and yeah. you know that, but it was just, yeah. Speaking of explicit, mm-hmm. stay tuned this Friday. <laughs> we got a new podcast coming on. I don't, you do. I do. With Andrew, I promised before, up from the ashes of a what podcast? We have Last Show at the Rio. <laughs> about movies, doing commentaries during movies, breaking down movies, just, but, yes, it will not be, uh, as family friendly as, family friendly? Family friendly! (laughs) That works. Hey, never mind. I was going to go somewhere, but I won't. Yeah, so, as family friendly friendly. at all, so, just, be warned. Um, but yeah, that will drop this Friday, the 13th. And we finally, finally cover the rest of the iconic Friday the 13th franchise. So, it was fun. It's going to be uh, about a three hour episode. Aside from that. <laughs> I buy that for a dollar.
you buy for a dollar? Did I give you a dollar? I I had I had a couple of quarters. I, I went in the couch. Okay. Yeah, I was yeah. I don't, don't uh, remember giving you anything. I dumped them out. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> you know, that was that was like my Facebook uh, post. No matter who wins the election, just remember your wife still tell you what to do. <laughs> but no, I found this movie from 2018 called High Voltage. Um, it is available on Prime, so I could have saved the dollar, and probably should have, but I think there's commentary on it, so that'll make the dollar worth it. Um, it stars, uh, David Arquette, Ali Ganino, um, Luke Wilson is in it, also, and... This is about, uh, the IMDB says, after a lightning strike kills the lead singer of a band, she is resurrected with electrifying special abilities. Well, I mean, if you're going to bumper sticker it, that's about what it is. All right. David Arquette is like a, has been, uh, 90s, like, musician, um... He finds this girl who has this great voice and this guy who writes some great songs or or so the movie would tell you. He strummed three chords and she went and everyone was enchanted. Uh, Okay. I mean, it's certainly not, you know, the soundtrack to Once or something, you know. But so, her mom is like this groupy whore type of thing uh, who's trying to get, you know, get rich or get known off of her sister's talent. And she always hustled her, exploited her, and stuff. Well, one day they're driving and their car gets hit by lightning. Well, they both die. The girl comes back. But now she's got this ability to shock people. And she's claiming now that since she died, now she's going to come back and live life to the full. And she becomes like a slut. No, or kills people with electricity. That, that's living life to the full? Uh, uh, to her. You know, with no inhibitions, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah, not, not good. Not, not good. Doesn't sound like something that would interest me. No. Is he in, in that? If somebody's going to die and come back to live life to the full, give me a damn drama. Don't don't try and give me... Well, you know, grab life by the balls, I guess. Is more, I don't know, but I still don't... But, personally, I still don't see that as grabbing life by the balls. Well, yeah, but she's an antagonist. So it's like, oh, how do you stop her? She's going crazy, blah, blah, blah. She's a killer. It's a horror. It's supposed to be a horror movie. I know that. But, I know that. Yeah, yeah. But I that's know. what I'm saying. The whole thing just wouldn't... Yeah. Jive for me. Yeah, and then there there there's a supposed twist. So anyway, I bought it for a dollar. Probably wouldn't buy it again for a dollar. <laughs> what about fifty cents? Um, I don't know. Probably not. 
It's like well, yeah. now I want my dollar back. My money <laughs> that I found <laughs> in my recliner, not the couch you lay on, but the recliner I sit in. Well, and the kids must have taken it from me, so I still want it back. <laughs> Damn, I can't win. <laughs> anyway, that has been. So, this weekend was another busy one. Um, I, I need, like, a down weekend. Holy Like crap. a down weekend, yeah. Hopefully you'll... I don't get one this weekend either. And it's my birthday weekend. Yeah, Saturday's your birthday and you're working. Um, I'm going back and forth to Greenville. Yeah, and, and you weren't... Did you work Friday and Saturday this week? No, oh, no, but I worked. I did work four days this week. I yeah. worked Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. That's right. That's right. I had two so, extra yeah. days this week, so that was good. I haven't seen the paycheck yet, but it should be nice. Yeah, because I think when I added it up last night, I was like, or Saturday no, night, I was at like uh, what? I'm talking about how much, mate. I say it, 24 and a half hours. Oh, I wasn't okay. Gonna, I know you were going to go golly. into money. I'm like, no. No, I wouldn't go into that. And people will be jealous. <laughs> and they'll never <laughs> they'll never donate to a Patreon that we don't have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. What do you think I am now? I've got more respect than that. I'm no, going to tell I, people what I make. I, oh. 24 and a half hours is what I was going to say. Yep. When I normally get about 12. Yep. So... Be double yeah. what I normally make, but so I did watch. Um, have you had you guys watch a movie with me that I had watched while you were recording with Andrew? That's right. I'm like, what did I do this weekend? Friday, I recorded with Andrew, yeah. and you watched Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes with Millie Bobby Brown yes. and Henry Cavill and um, Helena Bonham Carter. Yep. Yep, yeah. I really I enjoyed it. I know you started watching it with me before you went and recorded because mm-hmm. you had a little bit of time. Right, and it seemed like you liked what you saw, and mm-hmm. and then I liked the rest of it. And I'm like, okay, I want the girls to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean. um, I think they enjoyed it. Um, I do think though, at eight and nine, they probably missed some of the biggest messages right. in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was fast enough and exciting enough that it kept their Attention. Right. And it being a period piece, I think actually really got their attention yeah. as far as the clothes and the, the train and all that. Right. Well, and then too, with TT uh, starting to watch Stranger Things, yeah. she liked that Eleven was in it. Yeah. Once you pointed it out to her, because she didn't realize it at first. Right. But what she realized it, I think that. Um, but no, there is definitely a um, feminist. A strong feminist. Um, message in it but i don't think like the dangerous feminist message yeah what i it was more of women's suffrage and right and but what i liked about it is not so much the the karate i mean the uh jiu-jitsu instructor because she was just a strong woman Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a strong black woman Mm -hmm. which I, i thought that was cool but Helena Bonham Carter, although she was the mother, and she loved her mother, and they did have that relationship, 
she still was able to see her mother as an antagonist. Yes. I love her, but I'm not. I don't love what she's doing. Right. And I don't love. Yeah, I don't. Love, <coughs> well, I don't love what I think she's, she's doing, doing because the whole thing, the whole story is Enola Holmes is Sherlock Holmes's little sister. Right. And their mother is missing. Right. So Enola kind of goes out on her own, which nobody thought she could do because she was her mother had kind of raised her as what they thought of as a recluse. Kind of like the way people see homeschooling kids. Yeah, 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 they, yeah, that's a good analogy. So they didn't think that she'd be able to go out into the world and actually survive. And not only did she survive, but she thrived. Right. And she found herself, and she she found um, who she wanted to be. And in that, as you said, she came to the re- realization that her mother might not be the good person she always thought she was. Right. That there might have been a bad side to her mom. Right. Now, I honestly don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. I that I think that all ties in with the um, feminist aspect of it, and the you know because they did literally say um, they were making po- she found the posters about women's suffrage, right. and I think that's what the whole reform was was talking about allowing women into you know to either vote or be, right. or be part of government or right. and I think it was also actually just letting the populace vote as, right. as well, so. I mean, I think it was very apropos for this time of right th- this time of year, but but the means in which to get to that end is what I'm talking about. Right. Well, I mean, you know, if you want to see this, which is apropos again, right? If if you want to see this, you might want to turn our sound down for maybe the next minute or so. So there's no spoilers. If not, just go ahead and listen. Because uh, yep. I don't think it's going to be that popular a movie that I can't just go ahead and talk about it. I, I mean, it's, I think been it's, been out. Out. it's been out a couple of weeks. So. Yeah. But, you know, so her mom what was had all the explosives mm-hmm. and things like that. Right. Um, but as you can see, she just as easily put them down and they didn't do anything with them. When reform was voted, was voted in. Right. Uh, so I don't think that she was that she was out to do it just because she wanted to do it or because. I guess I'm not seeing her as the antagonist. I... In the end. Okay. All right. If you read something different into it, that's perfectly fine. Oh, I fine. did, and I, I'd rather not really get into it. I, I you know, one, one man's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. That, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. And we're, honestly, we're looking at it as a male and a female too. <laughs> there is, yeah. we can't deny that aspect of it. We can't. You know. Well, allow me to mansplain this whole thing to you, lady. What? <laughs> the looks I'm getting. Okay. Go so, ahead. No, Go ahead. no, no. I'll, 
That was a joke. That was, <laughs> that was bait. <laughs> I was. I was clearly baiting. I was trolling you, actually. But anyhow. But yeah, so, I mean, I did. I, I really, I liked the movie. Um, you know, I would love for them to make a sequel with she actually being a Watson to Holmes. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, they, yeah, or they had, they a Holmes a, and Holmes. Yeah, they had a good, they had a really good dynamic yeah. between her and her yeah. and her brother. Yeah. Um, I mean, the other brother was a sheer butthole and and it's like i was getting mad and i'm like oh well, yeah because he was wanting to stick her into the finishing, finishing school, school because they, they had to t- they had to teach out of her the idea of being able to be independent right she had to get married and had to have children yeah. and that was the only way that she would feel fulfilled as a woman right and i think that's why they didn't like you know why the mother was so secretive about the way mm-hmm. that that she was, and but what I do like at the end is when she does <laughs> when she does find her mom. I loved the realization on the in the mom's speech about how I thought I was the one that was going to change the world, right? Because you know she's the one that had the she thought she was going to change it through the bombs and, and through you and know through what that. you're right. But then she's like, but you changed it. By being who you are. Right. And saving the person who needed to vote the reform in. Right. She goes, so I didn't have to go this route. Right. Because you changed the world in your way. So, right. So, <laughs> so that's why I don't, that's why I don't and, see her as an, as an antagonist. Well. Yeah. Per se, I guess. I think, Yeah. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but that's I think I'm seeing it as she realized that she was wrong. Mm -hmm. And was she an antagonist? Yes. I mean, potentially. But uh, a a repentant antagonist. I don't mean that in a Christian way. I mean as in literally, well, I realize that this is not the way that it was going to get done. It was going to get done through. Mm-hmm. Nola saving the guy who would do the vote. Mm-hmm. You know? Which is really cute with TT too, because she, <laughs> the minute she saw Enola mm-hmm. talking with, why can't it, Tewksbury? Yeah. The minute she saw them, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> they, anytime they do that in a movie, they're going to fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our little critic. Uh, But no, like I said, though, I think a lot of what we just talked about are aspects of the movie that kind of went over their heads a little bit. I don't I don't think at their age they grabbed on to it. And I think if Killian had sat in, he would he would. Oh, yeah, he he definitely would have. But I I had put on my Facebook that I was watching it and liked it. And somebody had asked me what ages could Mm -hmm. watch it. And I said, well, basically any age can watch it. There was no language in it. Um, I mean, there was some violence, uh, but yeah, it, it wasn't gratuitous. It no, wasn't. it was like your. I mean, the, I think the worst scene for them to watch is the dr- you know, the drowning when Bowler Hat guy tried to drown. Right, but Ola. you see that in you've seen that in live action Disney movies from the seventies. Right. You know, I mean, you're not. Right. So I think anybody can sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to understand it fully? 
depends on maturity level. Yeah. It's young. I say young, you know. Mm-hmm. Y-A. You know. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah, I think our girls so. were just underneath that. Right. But. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch it again some other day when they get older. Yeah. Because so, I, I would enjoy watching right. it again. Yeah, I would too. I, I'd watch it again. Mm-hmm. So. That was Friday. You watched that. And then we watched, and then we watched it on Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. After church. Saturday, you got up and took Nico to Young Marines because she had her physical fitness yeah. test. Yeah. And she did very well on that She one. passed. Yes, she did. She, she uh, Passing was a 200. Right. And she got a 265. Right. So, good for her. That's yeah. great. Killian's about to... Very close to ranking up to a Lance Corporal. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be able to go to that... Uh, a junior leadership school this summer. Junior leadership school. And he'll be away from us for how long? A week. Yeah. Uh, what? Oh. <laughs> okay. No, I, I think no. it'll be very good for I him. Think it will I, I think it'll it will. It'll be good for him. Yep. And that, you know, and that's why... I don't think he didn't not want to go... But he was kind of iffy about it, and I'm just kind of like, go, 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 Mm -hmm. go. (laughs) And it's, I mean, it's, I do think he needs it. I think he needs that time, and I I think it's going to be good for him to learn. Right. So, while you took them, well, she. Yeah. You took Nico. Killian and Titi were with you. Yeah, and... Killian stayed in the room, and I showed T.T., you know, we were going through the Friday the 13th films, and last time we watched Seven, I decided to start another franchise, and we started the A Nightmare on Elm Street films, Um, and coincidentally... It was released today in 1984. Hmm. So that, that was sheer coincidence. Because we had gone to Walmart. I had seen the pack, the nine film pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight, you know, the eight films and Freddy vs. Jason, which I consider a nightmare film, not a Friday film. Um, and we watched the first one. And she really liked it. Yeah. She really liked it. it. It does have more jump scares than Friday the 13th, which she liked. Um, she liked the whole, you know, trying to figure out whether it's a dream or not. And I know we had talked about when you first watched Nightmare on Elm Street, when you first started watching it and how far you got. Right. Yeah, yeah. I did not get very far. Yeah, you got to the goat. Which was, what, a minute and 30 seconds into the movie. I don't know. <laughs> is that uh, a goat or is that a lamb? A lamb, I think. I think it might have been a lamb. <laughs> so, oh, sleeping. You can't have sheep. So it might have been a sheep. sheep. Yeah. yeah. So we got to the sheep and Titi's watching. I looked there. I stopped. And I said, Titi, you have now officially made it further than your mother did on the first time she watched the movie. And she's like, Really? Seriously? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Well, like, that was my very, very, very first right. horror movie. Right. Well, outside of the blob, but we won't talk about that. Yeah. 
<coughs> I do believe we have. <laughs> but we're not going to do it today. Okay. But, yeah, so we watched the rest. And, yeah, she really liked that. I asked her, I said, well, who do, what do you like better? Nightmare on the Street or Freddy? Yeah, I mean, Nightmare on the Street or Friday the 13th? Jason or Freddy? You know, and she goes, both. I'm like, good enough. Thank you. All right, we don't have to get into a war about this in the house. Because, you know, it's a big thing. Oh, yeah. Anyhow. But, yeah, she she really enjoyed it. Killian came out for the last ten minutes of the movie. So, I don't think right now I'm going to introduce her to two. To two. There's just the, the whole B&D thing with the gym teacher and that whole thing is a little too mm-hmm. much. I don't think she's going to get the, uh, you know, any of the overtones because they're, they're not undertones because they're not subtle in the movie right now. So I'm not even worried about that. But yeah, that whole thing would be kind of hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Of course she's eight. <laughs> so, well, we'll jump to three. Okay. And we'll see how she goes with that. Now, Killian has seen three. Did he? Yeah. Hmm. But he doesn't want to see one. He, and three he kind of thought was scary. One is definitely scarier, I think. I think, I think one is scary. A new nightmare is scary. The rest, I mean, two is, I, I like two. I, I, I always have. The first time I saw one, in, I, I saw one on video. Then when two came out, they released them in double feature, one and two. And I went to Sunrise Cinema in Valley Stream. And they, and I, my brother Danny took me. And we did the double feature for one and two. And that was cool. And I've seen all of them in the theater except for the remake. But I like, yeah, I think one and Wes Craven's New Nightmare are the scariest. Two I like. Three is is really good. And it, well, four is decent too. And then the to a kind of diminishing returns and the remake is uh, an abortion. But anyhow, that's my take on that. We'll probably do that on the other show. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anything else we got going on? You know what we got going on? What? Commercial break! Hi there. We're so sorry to interrupt your regular podcast listening, but we just wanted to introduce ourselves. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Anna. And we're the hosts of Freudian Sips, a podcast about brains, beverages, and other BS. We are a mother and daughter who are both licensed counselors, and we like to get together every week or so so we can have a glass of wine and talk about whatever cool psychology things interest us and our listeners. So if you want to hear two slightly tipsy 
conspiracy therapists chat about historical psychology theories and the people who made them, questionably ethical experiments, mental health and illnesses, and other fascinating stuff, then you should listen to us. So pour yourself a drink and tune into Freudian Sips on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cheers. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Hi there, this is the Manster, one of your humble hosts from Pina Comics Podcast. What is Pina Comics, you say? Fair question. Pina Comics is a weekly pop culture podcast with a mission. A mission to explore humankind's greater geekdom and report our findings back to you listeners every week. We explore movies, games, TV shows, comics, local events and conventions, and so much more. We'll tell you just what we think of all the stuff that makes life fun or at least bearable and hopefully make you laugh, chortle, cackle, bust a gut, or even just chuckle while doing it. So join me and my fellow hosts, Ganache and Sir John, every week. You'll find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever podcatching app you like to stuff inside that little phone of yours. Listen in. Are you trapped in the 80s and love retro? But do you also want to know what's going on in the world today? Then you got to check out the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is hilarious, and I guarantee it with a funny back guarantee. Now, here's a little taste of this powerful podcast. Now, yes. Br- yeah, Brian Dennehy, we all know him as the only person to kill Rambo in any of the Rambo movies. That's, that's right, <laughs> isn't it? That's correct, yes. Why do nerds get so mad when you, when you do uh, ironic comedy like that? Because they're nerds. Yeah, I always put they it... Got, they've got to be right. I, I put it up on Twitter. I always do my uh, powerful, ironic comedy. And if you mm-hmm. want to enjoy that comedy, please follow us on Twitter, at Amish B Machine. But I always tweet something, and they're like, Oh, actually, uh, Brian Dunhee did not kill him. Well, there you have it, guys. Go to AmishBabyMachine.com and subscribe now. Okay. So, do we have anything else going on? I don't think we do, honestly. No, it's yeah. I mean, we've been in it with everybody else. You know, we've navigating these waters and all this. You know what? Let's move on now. Let's go forward. I'm. I mean, honestly, though, the issues that I've been having does that you know does it play a role in it? I'm sure it does. Yeah. But I think you can honestly say I've been going through it before that even. Oh, yeah. I've just, I've really, myself, have been having a hard time lately. Mm-hmm. I and mean, yeah. My hard time has been really with the way people are treating each other. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, that, I mean, that, play, that, play, like, that plays into, that plays into mine, too. Yeah. You know, because... It, yeah, because, I don't know how to explain it without. If you're voting, and this just just me, because if you're voting one way, the people who are and you make that known, the people who are voting the other way are railing at you. 
But if you concede a certain point on the other side, then the people who are voting with you are railing, are railing on you saying you're voting for the other side. And, oh, you're really lying about what you... No. What are you talking... No. Because there's no one politician that I agree with 100%. I don't agree with myself 100%. (laughs) Well, you should at least agree with yourself 100%. I I really don't. (laughs) You should be willing to change your mind. Right. But for while you're... While you understand something a particular way, you should at least agree with right. yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. But you should be willing to change if you get different information. Right. And oh, you're wishy washy or you're a flip flopper. No, I've just reevaluated. Right. Okay. People learn and grow. That's right. that's what we're supposed to do. Right. Kind of like our stance on health. But. But I mean, it, it's it's just been that way with a lot of things, and yeah. like I said, it. It was before the election happened, so it you know it, it didn't start with that. Did that? Did all the fuss and muss add to how I was feeling? Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was from both sides. It wasn't from one. But just in general, how we treat each other, minus the election, right? It has really been. Eating at me, yeah. <laughs> and and bothering me, and then just a lot of personal stuff that I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. um, here, just because it's not appropriate and people don't want to hear about it. But you know, yeah, I don't know. I just been feeling very. I don't want to say depressed. Right. Um, if anything, there might be some situational depression. Mm-hmm. People don't realize that's a thing, but that is a thing. Right. There, there's depression where you know you got the chemical imbalance thing going on, right? But there is also situational depression, right? Where situations are causing you to feel a particular way, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I know that's part of where I am. But I can't. So I apologize if it ever comes through. That's never my intention. Well, I mean, part of our thing. You know, yes, we want to entertain. Definitely. Yeah, but when you're feeling really down sometimes, especially when it comes to relations with other people, it's kind of hard to express it (laughs) to other people. Right. (laughs) Well, I didn't tell you. um, I thought this was interesting. We hadn't been to church. We didn't go to church for, what, two weeks in a row. Right. And we went yesterday. And it was right towards the end where you had to excuse yourself for a minute. Mm-hmm. I was sitting and there was they were singing some worship songs. And I think this is one of my issues, too, is I used to go to worship to kind of help me help ground myself a little bit. Right. But lately, like worship has been making me want to cry and not in a good way. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I've been finding it very difficult. And I was sitting there. And I was having a hard time. So I did. I picked up my phone and I was looking looking at my phone. And one of the church elders actually came up and he goes, I'm going to pray for you. And just started praying for me. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So 
I, I mean, I didn't say anything. I didn't, you know, I had no idea what he was praying or anything like that. I, he has a friend on Facebook, so I sent him a um, messenger. And I said, can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, he, go, he comes back and he goes, yeah, sure. I said, well, I said, what prompted you to pray for me? Right. This uh, this morning, and his answer came back. He goes, "The spirit," and that's <laughs> that's all he would tell me. He didn't tell me what he, you know, whether he thought he was hearing anything or right. or what. But it was just he felt the spirit prompting him to pray for me. Hmm. So I still not quite sure what that's all about. Not quite sure how I feel about it. Right. Well, but that did happen yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. I mean, I've you know. I, I'm a believer in prayer. I'm a believer in prayer applicated properly. And we won't go into that because this isn't a <laughs> religious podcast. Um, But, yeah. I mean, prayers are... But see, even prayer is one of my struggles right now. <laughs> right. So it's like I'm... <laughs> right. Because I... Me, myself, I've been very vocal about what I believe prayer is and what I believe prayer isn't. Right. So, I almost feel like if I do ask somebody to pray for me... You're asking I, them I'm, to do I'm, something for you? I'm asking them to... Uh, I'm asking hypocritically. Because the way that I see prayer is that prayer is for us to align our hearts with God. Right. And, you know, so, like, if I was praying for somebody, I wouldn't be praying, Hey, God, please do this. Or God help somebody with this. Mm-hmm. My prayer would be, God, what do you want me to do right. to help them with this? Mm-hmm. And since I see prayer that way, and I know how other people see prayer, right. I I know other people see prayer as God help them with this. So I feel guilty if I ask them to pray for me, right? Because I feel like I'm asking them to do something that I don't do, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, or it can be argued, I'm not making this argument, but it can be argued that by you going to someone and asking for prayer, with your understanding of what prayer is, you are asking them, hey, can you pray on how you can help me get through this? Right. No. Which I know you're not, but that argument... that's That's part of how I feel and why I haven't been asking people for prayer. Right, because you, you kind of pigeonhole yourself right. into that. Right. right. And I'm struggling with that because I do believe that's what prayer is. So how do I handle it when I am when I do feel I'm in need? Right. But anyway, as you said, this is not a religious podcast. Yeah, so. we're going to get going on this, but y'all would be bored. So. But, I mean, I people ask me to pray, I do pray. Um I've had people contact me on social media and ask for prayer. And I and I do, and I still do. So, mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, I'm going to pray that you guys go over to Apple, <laughs> iTunes, and rate and review. How's that? See? But see, you're asking them to do something. Yeah, you're right. I'm going through your logic. <laughs> And now I've committed y'all, and you got no choice, because then you're vaulting over God's prayer. You mean God's will? Well, God's will. My prayer. God's will. (laughs) You don't want to do that, you're going to get clotheslined by God. (coughs) No, I'm just, I'm kidding. Um, But, 
Yeah, guys, we're. I think at this point we're. We're babbling. Babbling. We're, blah, 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 blah. we're having fun. But what was that sound that TT was making in the? What was that Nika that was making in the car yesterday? Oh, Driving back from church. She, she was praying in tongues. That's the <laughs> other type of... Pr- <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, guys. Thank you. Um, tell your friends about us. Mm-hmm. Like, subscribe. Give us rate, some more movie suggestions. Review. Yeah, go ahead. Shout us out. Give us a couple of suggestions. Oh, maybe next time we need to talk about Bull. And oh. you need to watch more episodes of Bull. I do. I have to get back into it. I, I like Bull. On CBS. Bull. Bull. So. And they reference that joke a lot. Do they? <laughs> at, at least once every other episode. Oh. Okay. So. Yeah. That's it guys. Um, like I said. Friday. Uh, last show at the Rio. Um, if all things work out the way it's supposed to, you should be able to access that on gangalley.com, our website, Mm -hmm. but it will be, uh, posted up there. Um, Red Circle does allow you to, uh, host several podcasts, so it should all go through, but... All right, guys. All right. We love y'all. Love you. Stay decent to each other. Absolutely. Peace.